Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, content director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latin A culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latin A minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary, and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping. And get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. Support for this show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you. And their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now Edit, also known as the Nine Edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western-style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained. Because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24. Joy, what did you think when Brad proposed this idea to you? Well, I was willing to try anything once. Eight years ago, Joy Ryan's grandson called and asked if she wanted to go on a road trip. And she she was immediate in her response. She just said, what time are you picking me up? I didn't have anything holding me home. And uh, there's nothing really too much exciting goes on in our little town. Joy has lived in Duncan Falls, Ohio, for her entire life. It's about an hour outside of Columbus. About 900 people live there. Well, we used to have one street light, but now we have two. And uh, we have uh, uh, two or three churches, and of course we've got <laughs> uh, one restaurant, and everybody kind of helps each other if they need to be helped. And everybody's friendly, and I live on the 50 yard of the football field. She doesn't literally live on the football field. Her house faces it. (laughs) For years, Joy worked at the deli counter at the supermarket. She kept working into her early 80s. She was 85 when Brad called and asked if she wanted to go on that road trip. He was 34. His idea was that they'd leave that night and drive to Great Smoky Mountains National Park. They drove seven hours to get there, through Kentucky and Tennessee. They arrived at their campsite around two in the morning. So tell me, when you got to the to the Smoky Mountains, did you did you set up camp together? Did you share a tent? What 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 was the setup? <laughs> well, he set up the tent while I. Uh chased him with the umbrella because it was pouring down rain. And uh, then we finally got the tent up and got the uh, air mattress blowed up. And, of course, then the court it came out and we had to do it again. <laughs> and I had to climb underneath of it and hold it up with my feet. And then I couldn't get out. The next day, it stopped raining. Brad asked if Joy would like to take a hike. 
they decided to try part of the Alum Cave Trail. It's about two and a half miles long, and it gains about 800 feet of elevation along the way. Brad wasn't sure how his grandmother would do on the hike. They started out slowly, and along the way, Brad asked her if she wanted to turn around. She didn't. Finally, they reached Inspiration Point, a spot with views across the Smokies. We got to see uh, all the uh, elk and uh, saw all the beautiful mountains. And when we got to the top, there was uh, a a huge uh, amount of uh, college students up there that uh, had climbed the mountain. And I got a cheer when I got to the top. It was Joy's first time camping and her first time climbing a mountain. It was also her first time visiting a national park. Joy, after the trip, did you think I want to do this again? Oh, sure. The rain is a deterrent. (laughs) Uh, You always dry out. I didn't think anything about that. A few months later, Brad called her up again with another idea. And again, she responded immediately. It's the same answer that she always gives, which is, let's give it a whirl. I'm Phoebe Judge. And this is Love. I babysit when he was little, and and then he got to come down to my house, and I've got pictures of him with spaghetti from one end to the other. And uh, I had a little dog... And uh, she was gray, and she had white hair on the top. And he, I was sitting on the f- floor, and he said, Grandma, you just look like Midgey, because I had <laughs> gray hair, but I had white hair on top. So he decided I looked like the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was the adventurous grandma, the f- adventurous family member, the one who um, would get in the stream with me and catch frogs and crayfish when my mom wanted nothing to do with it. And what was he like as a kid? Just like every ornery little grandkid that you have, little boys is into everything. And he was a cute little fella, so I let him get away with other things that I wouldn't let the kids, my children, do. And uh, he was just a curious little fella, just to see what he wanted to get into. But he was always funny, and so you couldn't help but love him. Joy had three sons. One of them was Brad's father. Growing up, their family didn't get the chance to travel very often. My husband uh, worked at a steel plant, and he had uh, two weeks off vacation. And so we always went uh, to Okeechobee, Florida, and he feasted. So uh, (laughs) that's about the biggest adventure I'd had. When Brad was little... He remembers going on a fishing trip with his parents and his grandparents. His father liked to fish, just like his grandfather. And I remember being on a beach with her in the morning fog and looking up at the seagulls that were were circling. Grandma Joy had some breadcrumbs, and she put them right down in front of us. And I I remember feeling that, that magic, seeing these animals flying and then being right in front of me. But growing up, 
Brad says he wasn't interested in the same things as his father and grandfather. I think that a lot of guys can understand, you know, the 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 disappointment that they they feel when uh, they can't meet their 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 father's expectations of who they want them to be. My father was an all-star athlete, baseball, basketball, football. He wanted me to do all those things, and I was just not interested. I was I was a lot more um, sensitive and reserved. I was more academic. I was I was happier to take photographs of animals, not go out and hunt them like my father. Brad says he and his father kept growing apart. And when Brad was in college, his parents got divorced. He found out that his father had been having an affair. He came home to confront him, and he says they got into an argument. His grandmother was there, too. You know, he grabbed my arm <laughs> strong enough to leave a bruise, and um, and I was starting to come out um, as gay, and I just... I kind of, I knew from, if I ever told him something like that, that, that he would have no part of it. So I was, I was ready to set out on my own path anyway. And when he, when he grabbed me and my grandma was standing there and she didn't know what to do, you know, but at the time I felt like I wasn't being defended and, and I felt like I was going to reject them before they had a chance to reject me. And so I, I didn't speak to my grandma again for almost a decade. We'll be right back. Support for this show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you. And their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now Edit, also known as the Nine Edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western-style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained. Because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. In 2008... Brad Ryan's younger sister got married. He knew his grandmother would be at the wedding. And he hadn't seen or talked to her in years. When he saw his grandmother at the church, he was surprised at how thin she looked. He found out that she'd been unwell. She was having trouble walking. He went over and offered to help her get to her seat, but they didn't talk much. A few months later, Brad decided to hike the Appalachian Trail. He'd finished college and was slowly saving up money to go back to school. He'd always wanted to become a veterinarian. 
As he hiked from Georgia to Maine, he says he thought about his life and his family. And of course, I I, I thought of my grandmother. So I, I, I wanted to make sure that when I got back from, from the Appalachian Trail that I started to move towards that reconciliation. After the trip, Brad kept working toward his goal of veterinary school. And he reached out to his grandmother. He asked her if he could come say hello. When I called her the first time, uh, I could feel the coldness from her, you know, and I think it was just hurt feelings. Joy, that must have been hard for you to not have a relationship with your grandson for so long. Yes, but you just didn't know how to make things right, you know. So it just took a while to get things back together. On that first visit, Brad went over to Joy's house, and they went for a walk. He told her about hiking the Appalachian Trail. She told him that she'd never seen mountains before. Brad went back to Columbus and eventually started veterinary school. And a couple of years after that first phone call, he called his grandmother up again and invited her to go on that road trip to Great Smoky Mountains National Park. That night after their hike, they sat around a campfire and talked about everything. Brad told his grandmother that he was having a hard time in veterinary school. One of his fellow students had recently died by suicide. We talked about that, so, you know, you just never, you never know what's in someone else's head at the time. You don't know what their feelings really are. So uh, it makes you stop and think. After Brad and Joy got home from their trip, he says he kept thinking about how much closer he felt to her. He felt like the trip had changed their relationship. He started looking into other national parks they could visit. I wanted to go as far as we could. You know, I didn't, I didn't know. I felt the pressure of, of, of time. The, um, the lack, I mean, we all have that, right? There's no guarantee. And as you get older, you know, that, that becomes a bigger question of how much time do you really have? So I just, I just wanted to make sure that, um, that we went full throttle. Brad asked his grandmother, and together they decided that they'd try to visit all 63 national parks in the United States. The national parks are spread over 30 states and two U.S. territories, American Samoa and the U.S. Virgin Islands. They cover more than 3% of the entire country. Brad and Joy had already been to the most visited one, Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee, which had 13 million visitors in 2022. The largest national park is Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve in southeastern Alaska. It's 13 million acres. And the smallest park is Gateway Arch National Park in Missouri. It's only 90 acres and became a national park just a few years ago. National parks are still being created. The first one was Yellowstone, established by Congress in 1872. It was the world's first national park. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt consolidated all of the country's national parks and monuments into one system in 1933. And in 1964, when the Wilderness Act was passed, 
President Lyndon Johnson said, If future generations are to remember us with gratitude rather than contempt, we must leave them something more than the miracles of technology. We must leave them a glimpse of the world as it was in the beginning, not just after we got through it. In the summer of 2017, Brad and Joy decided to go on a 28-day road trip. They planned to drive a big loop from Badlands National Park in South Dakota up to Mount Rainier in Washington, down through Joshua Tree in California, back up to Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado, and on to Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky. I mean, you know, Brad, I, I, I mean, I, I love my grandmother t- too. I mean, we had the most <laughs> wonderful time together. We would just laugh and laugh for hours. But you're kind of a young guy, right? And you're going, you're saying, let's go, let's let's sign up, Grandma, to go spend hours and hours and hours together in a car. And yeah, it was. It's, I understand. I mean, it, it's just, it's just, it's just, a, it's a dynamic that people aren't used to seeing. You know, we, 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 we were very aware that we were an odd couple. Uh, but when we were out there together, seeing these sights, and I saw how much it meant to her, and what I saw when I saw how how she was still capable of of joining me for these adventures, she was she was on the trails with me. And the people we met were inspired by her. It was inspiring. It, it kind of made them do a double take to see somebody her age climbing that mountain with me, you know? And I, and I realized that this was just the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do to not leave her behind. It was, we just, away from the telephone, away from the TV. And um, we were just like, we were free. We could just do whatever we wanted. Nobody had given us orders of where we had to go, what we had to do. We wanted to stop at a Dairy Queen and get a milkshake. <laughs> we could do that. And uh, it was it was something that you, you never forget. What do you remember seeing out of the window, Joy? You know, when you would look out the window, what amazed you the most? Well, we saw these amazing fields of sunflowers. There were just miles of them. We didn't know for sure what they was for a while. We It was just a mass of yellow. We didn't know. And then we got to see some closer to the road, and we could see what they were. But uh, then there was fields of these yellow flowers that they used to make mustard with. And... Uh, I never got to see things like that either. So it's really, uh, it's amazing what you see out there on the road. It doesn't have to be something big, but it just happens to be things that you just never gave thought to at home when you were putting the mustard on your sandwich or (laughs) feeding the birds. Did you listen to music? Oh, yeah. If you can call it that. (laughs) That was shade. Oh, man. (laughs) Clankety bang and screaming and good gravy. Oh, come on. Oh. (laughs) Once in a while, he'd turn it to my kind of music, you know, like, uh, 
Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole oh. and that kind of thing. Joy, you and I would have been on the same. Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole. And you can hum along on to those same songs, yeah. but the, what it. they play nowadays, you couldn't hum to them for nothing. <laughs> She's opinionated. They visited 21 parks in 28 days. Places like Crater Lake, Yosemite, and Petrified Forest. Staying in campgrounds along the way. Joy was 87. They went to Redwood National Park in California, where some of the trees are more than 20 feet wide and have lived for more than 2,000 years. It is amazing to stand at the bottom of a redwood tree and you can hardly see the top and to know that it has stood there for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's been struck by lightning. It's got big gouges out of it. It's burnt different places. And it just takes your breath away. That's all. Imagine that you've seen something that's so grand that's been standing there for such a long, long time. And it's beautiful. And you wish everybody could see this. Every park is wonderful. Every park is different. And uh, you just enter with anticipation. What are we going to see next that's different? And it just uh, hardly explained to somebody the wonders that are out there if nobody has ever gone to see it. It's just amazing. And it, it, everything's free. <laughs> the good Lord made everything so you can just go and enjoy it and smile and laugh and just have the best time and it doesn't cost you a penny. We'll be right back. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docu-series, Running Sucks. Is running the worst? Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so freaking much. That you're a real runner now! I hate it. <laughs> I'm Abby Ayers, a 37-year-old mom from Utah who found herself running across the Manhattan Bridge in my first race ever. Running Sucks celebrates women who run and the running communities that carry them across the finish line. Running helped me in so many ways postpartum. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. For every person like you, I'm telling you you belong and I'm telling you you can do it. I never thought the words would leave my mouth, but yes, I'm planning on running a marathon. <laughs> Because, like, who would have thought? Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Brad and Joy Ryan kept going to more and more national parks. By the end of 2019, they had visited all of the parks in the continental United States and two national parks in Hawaii, 52 in total. For Christmas that year, Brad gave Joy a scrapbook with pictures and souvenirs from the parks they'd visited so far. They'd seen Old Faithful erupt at Yellowstone, walked on the rocky beaches at Acadia National Park in Maine, and watched the sunrise at the Grand Canyon. They'd driven about 40,000 miles across the U.S. together. I drove. She held on to the Atlas because we couldn't always trust that we would have a cell phone signal and that Google Maps would work. Brad had also started documenting their trips on social media on an account called Grandma Joy's Road Trip. At first, they were just sharing photos with friends from back in Ohio. But they started getting a lot of attention. People started offering to help. Before one trip, a local tire shop in Ohio rotated Brad's tires for free, and wrote on the receipt, Joy, have a great road trip. And after a few years of mostly camping, a hotel chain offered them free rooms. When As she moved into her 90s, she upgraded to uh, a hotel room. Yeah, they said I could have a bed for a change. (laughs) Joy, did you ever get tired? I mean, that's a lot of traveling to do for anyone, albeit someone who's 90. Yeah, but... I didn't just kind of think it was just kind of fun, like a, it was a vacation. So, uh, and there was always something different to see, and all these people were always so sweet and nice to us. Uh, we never heard any curse words. We never heard any yelling or screaming. Everybody was just, the people all change when they get into a national park. So... Everybody just got along. No one spoke the same language, but it didn't make any difference. We still could, you'd say, isn't that pretty? And everybody smile. And so it was just, it was just a happy time. Brad and Joy had been traveling together on and off for more than four years. But of course, not every moment was happy. Usually she lives up to her name, but... Um... When Grandma Joy gets grumpy, there's usually a reason for it. And I and I learned as we went along that um, I had to ask a few more questions if her personality if her personality took a dramatic turn, I needed to do a little bit of probing. And when we were in uh, Virgin Islands National Park, the host family that um, that that invited us there wanted her to be able to go out on the the water in an inflatable kayak and see the sea turtles, but she was kind of getting a little bit. A little bit snippy, a little bit, little bit. Her brow was furrowed, and I didn't know why. And she told me that she nearly drowned when she was a little girl. And so, being able to recognize that there was probably something underlying that um, that attitude that I was seeing on the surface allowed me to understand what was really going on. Joy, did Brad ever get grumpy along the trips? Oh, I don't know. I suppose everybody gets grumpy <laughs> once in a while. I pay, just don't pay any attention to it. I mean, my gosh, uh, we're all human. We can't all be yippy yippy all the time. 
So she but, told me when I got on her nerves, she just turned her hearing aids off. <laughs> Joy and Brad knew they needed to take a break from their travels in early 2020 because Joy needed to have a knee replacement. And then the pandemic began. I didn't even know if she was going to survive, let alone, um, you know, make it through, get vaccinated. But in the summer of 2021, not too long after having a second knee replacement, Joy and Brad started checking more parks off their list. They got on a plane to go to Katmai National Park in Alaska, just in time to see the salmon run. From the moment we got there, we saw this huge brown bear sticking out of the water like a periscope. <laughs> and we knew we weren't in Duncan Falls, Ohio anymore, that's for sure. And, and we, you know, you get off the plane and you realize, okay, I guess everybody else is doing it. This must be safe. And you go to bear school. And the ranger tells you that to get down to that platform that everybody knows about where you see all these bears fishing, you have to walk over a mile through the forest. And they tell you if you encounter a bear that's walking toward you, just step to the side. It won't be a problem. Of course, I'm glad that didn't happen to us. I guess it would have made a better story. But, you know, we got down to the end and there we were with, you know, witnessing 30 brown bears at once. And, and we saw salmon jump right into their mouths. One of the uh, bears had a cub, a little cub with her, and uh, she made him get up a tree. <laughs> you know, she didn't want him to get in in any trouble. It's, something could happen to him. And I thought, but just like any other mother, getting her child out of the way so he doesn't get anything wrong with him. And uh, there was one bear... Uh, that did nothing but just stand there and wait till somebody got a fish and then he would take it from them. I said, you know, I seen people like that all the time. Let somebody do all the work <laughs> and then they take all the glory. So it was fun to watch. In May of 2023, seven and a half years after they'd started, Brad and Joy had one more national park left on their list. It was the national park that receives the least number of visitors each year. The National Park of American Samoa. It's the only national park south of the equator. It was created in the 1980s and protects the natural habitat of flying foxes, a type of bat. But right before their trip, Brad got a call from his mother. She told him that his father wasn't doing well. He was on a ventilator. Brad talked with Joy about whether they should go to see him. Brad hadn't talked to his father in 20 years. Joy hadn't talked with him recently either. We weren't going to go. And I looked over at my, my grandmother as we were driving in the opposite direction, and I had a flashback to a memory that she talked about when we were, when we were driving across country about when he was about two and a half or so, I think, and he, he fell out of a second-story window, and, and she thought that that he was going to die at that age. And, you know, to hear her tell that story and, and to think about even if things are— even if the whole story wasn't as beautiful as you intended, there was still love there. And and here I was potentially depriving her of the, the opportunity to say goodbye to her last living son. Brad and Joy were in South Florida together at the time. They drove to Louisiana 
to see his father. So we were all there uh, for the last uh, moments of his consciousness. And um, it was a, a peaceful feeling, I think. We felt like we had accomplished what we came to do. A few days after Brad's father died, Joy and Brad got on a plane to American Samoa. There, they both got certificates for visiting all of the national parks. Joy was 93 at the time. They believe she's the oldest person to ever visit all of America's national parks. And the governor came and uh, gave a a speech and... uh, Everybody was so happy, and everybody smiled. It, it, it's something to remember. And then they took a picture of us with our certificate, and that's something we can put on the wall and look at. Were you sad about being done when, when you went to Park 63? No. I figured there was something else around the corner. Joy wasn't wrong. We've gone now from 63 U.S. national parks to our new goal of visiting the seven continents, and we've already done two of them. Uh, We went to Africa this summer, and we're heading to the Galapagos in January. So seven is a, a, uh, to me, it's a a much more achievable number than 63. I'm glad that the numbers come (laughs) down a little bit. (laughs) Joy, what would you say to another older person who's thinking about traveling, um, but also thinking, you know, this could be hard, and I... What would you say to them? Try to keep a positive outlook. Don't, uh, you know, if somebody asks you to do something, don't say no, say yes, even though you think maybe you won't like it. But you'll be surprised when you get out there and you see all the wondrous things that's out off of your front porch and... uh, You know, don't believe people when they say you're too old to do something. Just tell them to kiss your grits and just keep on going. This is Love is created by Lauren Spohr and me. Needy Wilson is our senior producer. Katie Bishop is our supervising producer. Our producers are Susanna Robertson, Jackie Sajiko, Lily Clark, Lena Sillison, Sam Kim, and Megan Kinane. Emma Munger makes this episode. Engineering by Russ Henry. Learn more about the show on our website, thisislovepodcast.com. And sign up for our newsletter at thisislovepodcast.com slash newsletter. If you like the show, tell a friend or leave us a review. It means a lot. You can listen to This Is Love without any ads by signing up for Criminal Plus. You'll also get to listen ad-free to our other shows, Criminal and Phoebe Reads a Mystery. Plus, you'll get bonus episodes and more. To learn more, go to thisiscriminal.com slash plus. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is Love Show. This Is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. We're part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. Discover more great shows at podcast.voxmedia.com.
I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Support for this show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you. And their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now Edit, also known as the Nine Edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western-style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained. Because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running. And that's not the case. Most runners hate running. (laughs) But they choose to do it. In the new docuseries Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon, taking place in Savannah, Georgia, on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.